Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. When you look at some of the other economic indicators out there, you realize that as much as this might be labeled a technical recession, um, it certainly is very broad-based and there's a lot of um, underlying and supporting data that indicates that the South African economy really is in quite a poor state. I think one of the main contributing factors is is the fact that our gross fixed capital formation, so this is both government and private sectors, lack of um, investing in the productive capacity of the, of the country. This number has been barely positive in recent years. You know, prior to the, the financial crisis in 2008, this averaged over 9% per year. And this was for a nine-year period that it averaged that. And in the eight years, since then, growth has been nearly 0.6% per year. So you can see the significant drop-off in, in this particular form of, of investment into future growth into the, uh, the country. And, and unfortunately, with that also, we've seen massive slump in employment in what I would call the heart of the economy, which is really the three major goods-producing and big employers in the economy, which is mining, manufacturing, and construction, um, which still remains in decline, all three of these over the longer term. Um, even those that do have jobs are getting poorer. So real wage increases, in other words, after inflation, have really been quite poor. You know, between 2011 and 2015, this was at around the 2% mark, but since then it's slipped to just about zero. So even if you do have a job, you're not really keeping up with inflation in terms of your salary. Not surprising then to see that the retail sales has really sort of run out of, out of steam. You know, we've had a long-term trend of the negative since 2011. Between 2014 and 16, things sort of looked to, to, to be positive, but, but that has certainly run out of steam also. And so I can go on, you know, new car sales, um, passing of the, uh, the value of building plans passed, um, and, and even foreigners' participation in the JSE, you know. So this is really a very broad-based, um, poor economic environment that we've got, um, which points to much more than just the so-called technical recession. And Nerina, we heard uh, from the new National Treasury Director General Dondo Mohajane for the first time at at a press conference this past weekend. What were the key messages from him? So he certainly said all the right things, and I think it was very encouraging to hear him talk about the fact that there will be continuity at National Treasury after he takes he's taken over from Lungile Fungiza. So he is certainly a, a veteran of National Treasury, has been there for 18 years, so comes with all the right credentials to not just talk the talk, but to actually walk the walk, you know, and, and um, what he refers to is that the economy obviously needs um, more competition, it needs to generate jobs, and at the same time keep the cost of living low, um, and, and focusing on that very important fast and inclusive growth. Um, I think what was also very encouraging there for me is that one of the first things that he mentioned was the need for policy certainty, because I think um, if there's one single thing we need to get right in this economy and in this country, it is the confidence because everything else is built on that foundation of confidence. That is very shaky at the moment and if we can focus on activities that will improve the confidence, so much else will necessarily and automatically follow on from that. 
And uh, one of uh, the immediate implications of the recent credit ratings downgrades have been on the ability of South African companies, Nerina, to issue new debt at the same time, at the same prices as before. So on Friday, we saw NASPAS uh, announcing that it would be looking to investors in the US and the UK for its next bond issue. I ask then, is this evidence uh, of, the, of that impact of uh, the ratings downgrades? So, well, you know, not really, certainly not in the case of NASPER. So although this is um, a very proudly South African company, um, and uh, nowadays you find that its operations is almost exclusively in, in international markets, most noticeably its investment in Tencent in China, but it has several other um, international uh, businesses as well. So when you look at good balance sheet management for a company of such a global nature, it's very important that both the assets and the liabilities, or or basically where it spends its money, should be denominated in the same currency than uh, where it raises its debt. So when we see NASPERS going off to talk to U.S. and U.K. investors, and it looks to raise money in U.S. dollar terms, this is certainly not a reflection on South Africa, but much rather a case of we need to actually generate our, our, our debt in, in dollar terms because that's the currency in which they will ultimately be spending it. So for me, this one is, is certainly nothing to be seen as sinister or negative, but rather just prudent balance sheet management. Thank you very much. That was Nerina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETF South Africa.